0: A Podcast One production. Hello, I'm David Kosh, and welcome to Koshi's Guide to Starting Your Own Business, a series where I guide you through the process of starting a business. I'm here to set you on a path to success by sharing the most common reasons why businesses fail, giving you tips on how to deal with the challenges you'll face, all while hopefully inspiring you a bit as well with great stories of startup successes. In the last two episodes of this series, I've asked you to think, think about yourself and what considerations you need to make before going into business. Now, I want you to go from thinking to doing. So let's get down and dirty and flesh out your new business plan and develop a blueprint for your success. A business plan is the most important document you'll ever produce. It's your guidebook or Bible for your business future. This is where you describe in detail what your business is going to be, who your customers are and where you'll find them, what your competition is, and how you'll cope with growth. Now, when I say that your business plan is the Bible for your business future, you might think I'm being a bit over the top. But there are three major reasons why creating a business plan will help you on the road to success. The first is that it will be your feasibility study. It'll determine whether a certain business is a good idea or not. This is a specific type of analysis to decide whether or not to begin a business. The second is that you can use it as an investment pitch. In other words, you can use it to convince possible investors to back your business, and this is what most business plans seem to be aimed at doing. But the reality is that very few businesses are going to get investors, but it's not a waste of time, as banks are increasingly asking for a business plan as part of the process of approving business loans. And third, it's an actionable plan to outline your business's focus and direction in order to give it the best chance of success. But surprisingly, very few businesses have an actionable business plan. In fact, if you search online, you'll have a hard time finding a format for a useful business plan that can be used in the day-to-day operations and decision-making. So now that I've hopefully convinced you why a business plan is so important, let's start from the top and work our way down to the detail with a bit of strategic business planning. This is where you set an overall direction for yourself and the business, creating a vision, a mission, and a set of values to abide by. Think of it as sort of your business compass. Let's start with creating the vision. Your vision statement is the dream, the future you want for yourself and your business. Ask yourself, where am I going? What am I going to do there? And how does the business and my life look in, say, five years? And don't be afraid to dream big. For example, Bill Gates' vision for tech giant Microsoft, when he started it, was... A computer on every desk and in every home. See what I mean about dreaming big? Next, onto the mission statement. This is what you want to be every day. Your mission statement is the now rather than the future. Ask yourself why am I doing this? What's my sense of purpose or personal mission? American Express's mission statement is we work hard every day to make American Express the world's most respected service brand. So it's not big and audacious like a vision statement. It's what you will do every day to get better and the path you'll follow to achieve that vision. Now focus on your values and behaviours that guide you every day, whether that's your willingness to listen to clients your integrity, or your sense of fun. Values are what are most important to us at our core. And these will ultimately distinguish your business from the one down the road. For example, Facebook's values are focus on impact, move fast, be bold, be open, build social value. By deciding on a vision, mission, and values, you'll at least know where you're going, why you going there, and most importantly, how to get there. Now, if you're finding it tough and need inspiration, developing your vision and mission statements, maybe try using a vision board as a way of picturing what you need to do. For example, Amy Taylor Cabbers is the founder of Happy Mama, which is a community of resources for busy working mums with young children. Her mission statement is clear make mums less stressed by supporting their business passions so they can raise less stressed kids. Her vision board is a collage of photos from magazines full of women laughing or smiling, working and playing with children. It's a constant reminder of what she wants her business to achieve and the vibe she wants to create. So grab a pile of magazines Cut the relevant images out of them and make sure to stick a few post it notes of phrases and quotes that inspire you and motivate you. You'll get your creative juices flowing and hopefully start manifesting your business dreams. Now to the business plan itself. Your business plan is basically a list of goals with a roadmap of how you intend to achieve them. If you don't have a business plan or do, but it's gathering dust in the bottom drawer, here's a quick recap of the working parts and a look at a couple of areas that are often overlooked. The basic elements of a business plan are a description of the purpose of the business or simply what's your why behind your business? An assessment of the business's market, products and services. This section will discuss why your products and services are needed by your market. Also, explain how your business competes with other businesses selling the same or similar products. In other words, what sets you apart? Next is a financial analysis, including profit projections. Spell out your financial forecast in dollars. This should include a sales forecast, expenses budget, cash flow statement balance sheet, and a profit and loss statement. And finally, an assessment of property and equipment. Typically, this will include land, buildings, machinery, equipment, vehicles, furniture, fixtures, office equipment, or any other things that are used in the business. Another important part of any business plan is something called a SWOT analysis. This identifies all the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats faced by the business. It should also bring out a couple of areas often neglected in planning, like insurances you'll need and how to secure your intellectual property. Now, the SWOT analysis is hugely valuable in itself because it forces business owners to look at their business from all angles. This should be revisited every 12 months because it's a huge help in drawing up the business's strategy going forward. So now that you have an overview of what will be in your business plan, let's get into the details. Depending on the type of business you run and whether you're established Or in startup mode, your business plan will probably include the following elements an executive summary. This is a one page overview. It's best to write this after all the other elements of your business plan have been finalised because you'll know your business inside out after filling in all the other elements. Next, an introduction. This is an explanation of the purpose and objectives of your business. Then, a market analysis. This is an assessment of your industry and where you fit in. That means researching the major players or competitors and examining their strengths and weaknesses, trying to work out how you'll be more successful than them. Now, don't confuse this with a marketing plan, which identifies customers who will pay for your product or service and how you get them. A marketing plan has to generate sales of your product or business. A business's success is based on selling product for a profit. Don't worry, I'll focus on developing a marketing plan a little later in the series. Follow your market analysis with an operations plan. This looks at how your business is or will be set up in terms of structure, location, regulations and so on. Getting an accountant's advice is critical in this area. Then there's a management plan. This outlines how you'll manage your business, who will make the decisions, and who will help you in terms of administration and actually running the business. And finally, a financial plan. This is how you'll finance your business. This section also includes your costing and financial projections. I know all this seems pretty straightforward enough, but there are some common mistakes that I see time and time again with business plans, so don't fall into these traps. Mistake number one, not getting professional help. You see, preparing a business plan can be a daunting task, so professional advice can be valuable, especially if you're seeking finance. Mistake number two, not setting the right or most appropriate goals for your business. From the very start, you need to set goals that are both appropriate and achievable for your business. It's all well and good to have a dream, but make sure your goals are realistic. Still dream big, like Bill Gates did. Mistake number three, making unrealistically optimistic forecasts. Look, if you're going into business, you'll need passion and optimism, but you'll also need realism. Yes, I know that you want to succeed quickly, but don't be overambitious when writing out business plans. Try to avoid kidding yourself about your prospects, as it won't help you or your business. Mistake number four, not focusing enough on cash flow. As they say, profit is sanity, revenue is vanity, cash flow is king. So it doesn't matter how many sales you make or the profit you've calculated, the most important thing is when you get paid. How long until the money is in the bank? That's cash flow. Managing your cash flow is so important, I'll dedicate a full episode on it later in the series. And the final most common mistake that I see in business plans, never reviewing the plan. As I've said before, Business planning is an ongoing business activity. You need to regularly review and revise your business plan. Don't be tempted to stop the planning process after you've found your feet, because as you become more established, you'll be able to stop making assumptions and use actuals. This makes your plans much more valuable to you than they were early on when you were working with hypotheticals. Okay. So I've covered the common mistakes that people make when putting together their business plan. Now let's focus on some of the success strategies for writing a business plan. Here are my top five. Now remember, your business plan is basically a list of goals with a roadmap of how you intend to achieve them. So my first tip is to follow the formula. Your business plan should include some core basics. Investigate. Analyze, research and seek advice to set out your plan within some guidelines. My second tip is to consider numerous what-if scenarios in your plan. Proper business planning involves testing various scenarios and deciding which of them will be the best for your business. A good business plan should provide for the worst case scenario as well as the best case. Testing numerous scenarios will allow you to address them if they arise and also give you an action plan to turn to when needed. Tip three is to play to your strengths. Get help with any aspect of your plan that's outside your area of expertise. Your plan has to make sense, and not just to yourself, but to any external advisors or stakeholders. My fourth tip is to verify your assumptions. You should always be able to show where your data and figures came from because people will question where you got them. And my fifth tip is to be clear, concise, and realistic. Yep, I'm saying it again. Be real. It will help you achieve your objectives. Your business plan is not the place to wax lyrical about your business. Keep it as realistic and accurate as you can and keep it short. So, you've been listening intently, you've got an idea of the fundamentals of business planning. I'll flesh it all out for you a bit more as the series goes on, but for now, what I want you to do is this. 1. write your business plan down. Now, you don't need a prescribed template, but there are plenty available from bank websites or go to koshisbusinessbuilders.com.au. Secondly, Make it smart, that is, make it specific, measurable, achievable, resourced, and with a time frame. You must have benchmarks on which to measure yourself and provide milestones for you to reach along the way. These will help motivate you. And share your business plan. Go over your plan with someone else. It may be your employees, colleagues, partner, business coach, anyone. Tell them what you're going to do and commit to it. Plus, it will be helpful to get their feedback. And measure your progress. Adjust to meet the reality of changing circumstances or unexpected events. But keep track of your performance against your planned targets and timelines. Don't forget to measure the outcomes. Has your plan delivered the benefits you hope for? If not, why not? What can you do differently? In other words, don't be afraid to pivot. Startups do this all the time. They'll start with an idea of how to deliver a product or service, and then customers will give them feedback to make the product better, which could send them in a different direction. Don't be scared of that. Pivot and give customers what they want. Start with the first step. I'm in awe, for example, of marathon runners. Ask any one of them about the secret to completing a marathon, and they all say, just put one foot in front of the other. Business is like a marathon, a series of small steps. Taking that first step is often the hardest. And finally, keep on keeping on, keep measuring, keep reviewing. And most of all, keep implementing. If you want to learn more, head to the Koshy's Business Builders website. There are plenty of articles and videos and templates to help you build a successful business. That's koshysbusinessbuilders.com.au. Good luck. And when you're ready to take the next step in building a successful small business, I'll be here waiting. Koshy's Guide to Starting Your Own Business was presented by David Kosh and created in collaboration with Podcast One Australia. Producer, Melody Ruiz. Executive Producer, Jennifer Goggin. Sound production by Darcy Thompson. For more episodes, listen for free at podcastoneaustralia.com.au. Download the free Podcast One Australia app or search Koshy's Guide to Starting Your Own Business podcast.